right, we're back. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we are going to be talking about a really good topic today. Um, we started our new series last week, and we talked about taking every thought captive and the battle in your mind. And so, John, if we can just kind of recap everything we've talked about last time. We talked about the battle, uh, and then we also talked about, you're going to talk about a key verse, and then we kind of prefaced on taking every thought captive and what that means. So if you could just do a recap for the listener, and then we'll dive in. Yeah, so basically what we said last time, and we're going to just build on this each week, is basically that we have this big battle that we're fighting 24 hours a day. And it's a vicious, uh, continual battle, and basically it's an important battle. It's, in fact, the most important battle we're in because whatever gets our mind gets us. Mm -hmm. And so we just... We need to learn how to guard our mind. We need to learn how to strengthen our mind because this is where the battle is for everybody. And the key verse we talked about is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. And so it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And basically, there are a couple key, key takeaways there. And, and the first one is that we're in this battle, but it's not you know bombs and mm -hmm. tanks. It is basically a spiritual battle. And the other thing is, well, we're supposed to demolish these strongholds, and then we also take captive every thought. Mm -hmm. So taking captive every thought is one we want to run with, and we're going to come back to the stronghold part. But basically, it's that idea of are our thoughts under Christ's control? Is it something that Christ has a control over in our lives? Are we just constantly fighting this battle? Mm -hmm. And I think I think I may have told you, you know, in our group, our Monday night group, this guy made this really good statement, Josh Hastings, shout out to you, buddy, uh, <laughs> that, you know, we have these bad thoughts, sinful thoughts, wrong thoughts, and they're kind of like stickers. They just are hard to get off of you. They, they kind of stay with you. And they're, mm -hmm. especially think about the example of negativity. I mean, yeah. it's just like it, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and we're fighting this battle of... I think everyone's fighting this battle like not being negative, mm -hmm. for example. But there's some even more serious battles that some people have carried with them for years. So I was going to say, I think y'all talked about it a little bit in group, and y'all, you know, we've talked about it in different places. Mm -hmm. So what have you what have you heard from some people about some of the big battles that people are fighting, or maybe the lies that people have had had to deal with or are still dealing with? Yeah, I think it, it goes back to what we kind of prefaced last week too of. Um, a lot of people in our group and, you know, amongst us, even as a worship team, we're talking about that spiral effect of when they think of something and they just dwell on that. Um, and your sermon last week helped so many people that I know, and it helped me, helped my family. Um, and you, you made a quote and you said, don't believe everything you think. And you're like, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't believe that. But it's just so profound and so true. And I saw a lot of people because I helped run the social media too on Crestview and uh -huh. a lot of people reposting that quote because I think the church posted that of what you said. And uh, and I also want to just pause and just say if, if you're listening to the podcast and something grabs you, 
please share that and, and tag us and let us know because that is so encouraging to yeah. us to, to see that that's, that's effective. That could really help somebody. But you did. You said don't believe everything you think. And I know that you're going to kind of go through these steps, uh, these principles that we can walk through. But what is one that you want to really talk about today, John? Yeah, we talked about some different principles. And last time we talked about that, you know, don't believe everything you should think. And then the one I want to throw out there today on the podcast and in the blog is, so guard your mind from garbage. I think this is pretty basic, but I don't know how much we really realize that if, you know, okay, so here's how it works in social media, for example. Let's just take one category. So here's social media, and there's analytics that when you've looked at something a lot, you're going to get more of it on your feed. Right. Okay. So you think about it. And if you are looking at something negative or divisive or discouraging or temptation for you or whatever it is, you're gonna get more of it. Yeah. You're just gonna it's gonna pop up, it's gonna pop up, it's gonna pop up. You know, it's just it's I mean, it's built for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting situation where you've got okay, you, you've got to guard your mind from I, I don't want to get so caught up in that. Well, your feed is giving you that because you've gone there so many times. So how do you guard yourself? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the bigger question that says, yeah, we know, yeah, guard your mind from garbage. We know that, you know, if we in, have a lot of intake that way, it's going to be negative to us. But I think the big question is, how do we guard our mind from that? Mm-hmm. And I think basically the idea is that we do what Scripture says. And it is a great passage is Philippians 4, 6 through 8. And it basically says, you know, don't be anxious, pray about everything. And then it says, gives us this list and it says, okay, here's what you need to do. Think about true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Then kind of, I like the summary. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's like... Hey, we we've got to figure out how do we do that in in our world today because there's so many chances not to do that. Yeah. We're praiseworthy, excellent. Okay, is that praiseworthy and excellent? You know, I might no, not. I mean, is it is it turning me the the way God would want me to turn in my life mm-hmm. or on the path? If not, we got to get rid of it somehow. Yeah. Do you feel like, okay, so you mentioned social media and like how it kind of shows you like a mirror of like what you like. Yeah. But in the sense of like reality, do you feel like people are prone to just do the same thing? Like if they're um, filling their mind with junk, that they're always going back to that movie or those bad relationships. Do you think that it's like that in life too? I think social media is easier to just throw that stuff at you. But I think if people are prone to just live that way. Um, it's always there, right? Like they're always finding themselves in situations. Right. So I think social media, I guess my question is, it makes it easier to kind of highlight those things in your life when you say. Oh, it does. I mean, there's just some things that we got to know what what affects us. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. We just got to kind of know what really takes us down the wrong path. I still remember a conversation with a friend years and years ago, okay? So they told me, you know, basically, um, this person cheated on somebody else, mm-hmm. uh, spouse was involved, a marriage was involved, it blew up all these relationships, all this stuff. Okay. 
and, and we were close enough, and I just said, "Well, tell me what you were thinking." They and they said, "Well, I just was. Think, I just started thinking that, and I had started, you know, listening to this kind of stuff and thinking about this stuff about how that life was just going to be so perfect. We were just going to, you know, run away together, uh, go live out in the woods." I mean, it was you're listening to it. Yeah. And you go, okay. I think I I think I've heard that movie maybe, but or seen that movie. But wow, you know. And it was like she goes, you know, she said to me, "Well, it was real." I mean, that's really what I thought wow. was should happen and could happen, and it's going to be awesome and great. Now <laughs> and now, then reality, you know, came in mm-hmm. with okay, pain, hurt. Broken relationships, all the stuff that was the reality of this happy little picture that, and all that was just in her mind. Wow. And she said, you know, it got fed by a lot of different things. It was feeding her. And people would say stuff to her, like, you know, you just gotta, you know, be true to yourself. You, you just gotta, if you know, if that's, if that's what you think you need, then you gotta go for it. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't, there wasn't, a lot of God's truth in the mix there. There was a whole lot of, well, you know, you be you, you do you, you, you go for it. You know, if you, if it's a house in the woods with this other person, then you should be going for that. Mm -hmm. And she heard it long enough that she actually did it and then hit the reality of that. And it's just, but it's just, I'm always amazed in my own life and in anybody else's life, how, um, how incredibly, um, gullible we are with ourselves. Yeah, I yeah. guess is what I'd say. Is I truly can talk myself into anything, mm-hmm. and and have great reasons why this is a good idea, and it's the worst <laughs> idea I've ever had. You know, but hey, I can make it where, yeah, man, this is so awesome, such a great idea. Why didn't I not come up with this sooner? Mm-hmm. But. I think it comes back to that whole pattern. So tell me, give me your take since you've heard it before and Mm -hmm. we did it in the message and we're going to continue to keep talking about these two steps. First step, what's the lie? What's the stronghold? Second step, what's God's truth? So to you, which one of those parts do you think people struggle with the most? I would say um, I think people understand the strongholds, but I think it's identifying the truth. Yeah, And uh, I know that you've – talked a lot about being in a group and that has helped me tremendously of just having that spiritual community. Um, but I would say people probably know, wouldn't you think? It's just maybe afraid to admit I, I, it. I would agree. I would agree. You know? Yeah. I think that's why being around people are so important. I have a funny story. We actually went to a Rockhounds game uh, with the group. We had some of the young adults with us and um, Braley, uh, she got this tub of cotton candy. And she was, I guess she thought I've never eaten cotton candy before. Um, and she's like, this is how you eat it. Don't lick your fingers, all this stuff, because it'll get sticky. And I'm just like, "What? whatever, whatever. I was like, I've eaten cotton candy before. And so I'm, e- <laughs> I'm eating the cotton candy. Next thing I know, I look at my shirt and it's completely like covered in cotton candy and like sticky goo. And we just start laughing. And I'm like, man, I was like, this is actually a funny story because – I begin to talk with them about how that's kind of how life is. We we think we know what we're doing. We've done it before, uh, and then but there's friends there like in your group that it will help you and challenge you. Uh, but we were just laughing about it because like man, this is like a sermon, a sermon illustration right here. <laughs> like I've done this before. 
But going back to what we were talking about, when it comes to like the garbage, I feel like it's so important to have good people in your life to tell you, hey, like what you were saying, yeah. like, this might be a good idea. Yeah. But in reality, it's not. Yeah. Um, but anyway. I, I don't know. That's a great story and a great point. I think you got to have the people. We got to get God's word. I think the big struggle I'm seeing for people is they hear so many, this is a good idea or this is the truth. And you really got to go back to, okay, I need a filter. I got to have something. Yeah. And that's where God's word comes in. And so that's where good. other people, like you said, mm-hmm. come in to go, mm, not so much. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, we can go down that road and and kind of like like you and the cotton candy, kind of like, <laughs> kind of happy about, about it. it. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I'm not worried at all. Yeah. And it's not a good move. Right. And so, John, you, you mentioned Philippians, and is there anything that you would like to leave the listener with today when you're talking about guarding your mind? Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to, to truly, you know, do these two steps. I mean, really take the time to go, okay, what's some strongholds? I've had some I've had some conversations this week with some people that said, hey, I just sat down. We I just sat down this week, and I said, I, I need to identify some. Yeah. And I think that's so important because you you know you got to know the lie before you can deal with the truth, and know what the truth needs to you know what what you need to find the truth about. Mm-hmm. And then I think the biggest challenge though is find out God's truth maybe mm-hmm. through someone you respect spiritually, or for you just you and God's word you and the Bible. That's awesome. Well, Pastor John, thank you so much. I'm so excited about this sermon series. What a great message you preached this Sunday morning to. Um, to a listener, we hope to see you next time. God bless.